Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, folks. I hope everyone's having as awesome of a day as I am. I've started my morning off with my two of my baby girls, Cassie and and uh, Ashton. We actually went and celebrated uh, Cassie's birthday with breakfast at Harbor Dock. She turned 16 today. And, uh, gosh, man, it just seems like yesterday that she was the little one, you know, that was eating breakfast with me instead of Ashton. You know, you, you look at, at the table I was looking today, there's a 16-year-old beautiful young lady, and, and here's a 2-year-old young girl. And, and I thought, man, it, it wasn't too long ago when it was it was the opposite. I had little Cassie sitting at Harbor Docks, you know, and she was 4. You know, it was it was 12 years ago, and I'm thinking, man, what what time just flies, man? You gotta make. I tell you what, make hay while the sun shines is what they say, and and it's such a true statement right there. We are in chapter nine of Mark DeMoss's book, The Little Red Book of Wisdom. Uh, it's the revised edition. Love this book. Think it's phenomenal. We're in, in this chapter. Money isn't everything. Good people are creating a winning corporate culture. But listen to what Stephen Covey had to say here. You can buy a person's hands, but you can't buy his heart. And his heart is where his enthusiasm is, his loyalty is. And I thought, man, that is is a rock-solid statement there, without a doubt. I mean, when you think about this for a second, how many people do you know that, that worked their whole life in the same career, but they griped and moaned about it the whole time. I mean, I just don't get that. I, I'm a firm believer, and that's probably why, even though I came out of a very staunch union family, I blew that idea off, is because I really wanted to follow my heart. Well, that, and I had authority issues, so I, I would not have been a good union guy. But it, it's it's like, man, I just love... The way Mark writes, and and this is interesting, listen to this, this one little idea, if you take nothing away from here, especially if you're the CEO of a company, I want you to know something. Something that I've noticed in network marketing, the direct selling industry as a whole, more and more company owners now are starting to, to reward and celebrate their employees. In years past, it hasn't been that big of a public deal. They they praise their field force, but you hardly ever heard anybody doing stuff with their employees. And I'm telling you what, people are people. So it doesn't matter if you're giving them a 1099 or a W-2 at the end of the year. You need to reward them. And Mark does something here that I think we can all learn from. He says, the idea came to me 11 years ago, but I remember as if it were yesterday the mental conflict that came with it. I was the young president of a relatively new firm with an uncommon idea towards good work with no work at all. That one in itself we could do a whole training on. As my senior most colleagues' first five-year mark approached, I wondered if it wouldn't be wise to preempt any burnout by giving her paid leave, a sabbatical if you will, then making that five-year reward a company standard policy. The dissenter in my head ended every sentence with a question mark. Could a company of eight or ten people afford a workload alone to give up a key person, even for a few weeks? What if clients who relied on her service and counsel? What about them? What if during her time away she decided to change companies or careers? 
What if more and more employees begin to qualify? Which, he writes, I believe one of the indicators of strength is our the strength of our firm is how many people have taken sabbaticals. That obviously, he kind of sneaks in that this is where they're going to go. He finally told himself that the risk of underwriting a sabbatical fell far below the risk of a valued employee feeling wrung out and unappreciated. Furthermore, if one's absence can jeopardize an entire operation, we have bigger problems than just time off. See, this is the key. It goes back to this whole book. This is why it's called Wisdom. It's not about what you can get from the employee. It's about serving the employee. It's about serving your field force. This is what sets small business, home business. I guess it's what separates Main Street from Wall Street is we take care of our people. Our people come before profits. And when I sat here and I read this, I thought, this is so cool. Listen to what he did. The DeMoss Group sabbatical, after five years of service, any employee of any rank, most companies that do do sabbaticals only do it for the executives, were entitled or are entitled to four consecutive weeks of paid leave with an option to attach another week of regular vacation. Plus, the company will reimburse up to $2,500 in travel expenses. That's pretty powerful. Remember, the title of this is Money Isn't Everything Good People Are. Now listen to this. To show that the DeMoss Group meant business, anyone on sabbatical would be fully extracted from all firm work, no checking email, voicemails, no calls for any reason to any fellow employee. There would be no business or professional requirement to study, any reading, any educational course, nothing. And in return... All that Mark asked was that the person taking the sabbatical commit to at least one additional year of business with them. Just stay with us one more year. Beth, who took this sabbatical, decided she'd go and hike the coast of Maine. She'd visit family in North Carolina and Virginia and just spend time doing nothing at all. You know, Beth right now is getting ready to take her fifth or her third sabbatical for 15 years of service with Mark. See, I thought about that. I thought of of a gentleman that's a pretty controversial figure in direct selling called Frank Vandersloot. He's the founder of Melaleuca. And just this year, he rewarded, if I'm not mistaken, just around $1 million, I think it was $1.5 million, in bonuses to employees. Employees that had been with him five years got $5,000 in a bonus. Employees that had been with him 20 years got $20,000 in bonuses each. See, Frank understands you, you, you reward loyalty inside and outside the corporate offices. This is what it's about. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to reward those that do the best. Create a culture and and listen, it is about recognition. I mean, you need a big culture of recognition. Primerica is probably the king of this with, with financial destination, FDI, longevity coming in second. And, and they probably alternate periodically, but these two really have it down to a science. Now, the truth of the matter is there's hardly anything out there that you can find on whether it's 
beneficial or not beneficial for companies to have sabbaticals. But as Mark says, logic alone says that loyalty runs two ways. An employee or gives her best deserves my best in return. Einstein once said, a person doesn't so much need rest as variety. See, we get so wrapped up in the status quo that we don't focus on what's best for people. We know what we want, so we sit around griping and moaning, but then when we become the CEO of a company, we blow it all off. I was on the phone with a potential client early this morning, good friend of mine that's getting ready to launch a company. He said, Troy, I have so much respect for the CEOs of direct selling companies now, even those that I don't like, because I've had to put on a different hat from going from distributor to, to founder. That's that's the way it is. This this idea of Marx has had such great success. Listen to this. Several have also qualified for a second sabbatical, a landmark award that I created when the first five-year sabbatical began to help produce 10-year veterans. The 10-year reward gives them six weeks of paid leave, a $10,000 bonus, and a week-long all-expense-paid trip for two to the Ritz-Carlton Hotel or any resort in North America. Now think about this. This is this is you got to read between the lines, and I guarantee you, he sat around one night. I can almost tell you this, talking to his mother-in-law and his father-in-law, and they started sharing about the power of partners. Because just this little one here, a week-long all-expense-paid trip for two to any Ritz-Carlton hotel or resort in North America. See, when a company rewards the spouse, the significant other of the employee, and says, we understand that we demand a lot from your husband or your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever the case is. I guarantee in Mark's case they're married. We reward you. We want you to go somewhere. We want to we want to make this all expense paid. The Ritz Carlton, crying out loud, everything's inclusive when you go there. I mean, you get pampered, a little massage, a little bath, a little mud bath, a little swimming, dinner, all this stuff. Do you think that a spouse, male or female is irrelevant, isn't going to say thank you? I can pretty much tell you my dad's union, the Teamsters, never did anything for my mom. Matter of fact, I can guarantee you when the good Lord takes my dad home, Teamsters aren't going to do diddly squat. I can remember, though, my mom taking my dad on some trips because of Tupperware, because of direct selling, buying him some tools, get she want them. I mean, that's the way it was back then. See, I look at this and I think, man, corporate America has lost it. Now, not all companies. Starbucks, phenomenal. Apple computers, phenomenal. Microsoft actually best one of the best places. We're going to do a we're going to do an article this next week on best companies in direct selling to work for based on the employees, not on the field force. See, this stuff is just kick butt when you think about it. You need to be drilling home, creating a culture. Now, listen, I've got a buddy of mine, one of my bestest friends, good mentor. I'm doing some 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 stuff with him this year, Garrett McGrath. Garrett and Sylvia fully understand how to appreciate their team, and they do some really cool stuff for team members that are that are that are part of Team and Spirit that come into Dallas at Evolve for their conventions. They go around the country celebrating and doing stuff for their leaders. They praise them. You need to create a culture like that. 
you need to be kicking butt and doing what's right to build people up. It's the only way to make it happen. Listen to what Mark says. I thought this was great. He says, the implication is that in business, how you treat your people trumps what you do with your clients, schedules, outputs, or or spreadsheets. Happy people affect everything else. You might also read between the lines and in all caps that a company's policy has to be more than talk. You want to know a friend, and, and I've got lots of, of, well, I don't really, I've got a few friends, and this is one of them, BK Breco over at Vima. I walked into Vima's offices last month. BK's office is nothing more than glass. Three out of four walls are glass. The fourth wall is a bookshelf. It's actually behind his desk. People see what he's doing. They, he sees what they're doing. The whole executive offices is nothing more than glass. Open door policy, hanging out. Now, there's some cubicles and stuff in the middle, but it's all open. His dogs hang out. They come in and out of the office. It's a family atmosphere. It's laid back. I met his, I met his tech staff, his web developers, his creative team. Talk about wild and crazy people. The other day, this was so cool. The other day, BK for, I don't know, I guess the whole, probably, I don't know, the whole third and fourth quarter of last year, he put his team to the grindstone. They were getting ready to launch Body, their their brand new uh, category creating, whatever you want to call it, first ever carbonated weight loss product. They were bringing on Chris Powell to be their 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 spokesperson for this, him and his wife Heidi, just phenomenal athletes of their own right. But BK busted his team hard. Now these kids will work hard for him. Brad, who's the CEO, man, he he keeps these guys in line, but they're busting it. They are kicking it up. They're making it happen. They're doing the things that need to be done. And they roll out ahead of schedule their brand new campaign. But sure as anything, it's the biggest campaign he's done since he launched Vima. It's crazy. Their, their, their product's shipping out faster than they ever anticipated that it would. I mean, there's some crazy stuff taking place. But when they launched it and everything went smooth, BK called the team in. And he said, we're taking the day off. And we're going to go see the movie Mission Impossible because that's what you guys just did. He rewarded the team. They had lunch. They went out and watched a movie. They just chilled out. See, this is how you build loyalty. You reward those that are doing it. There's not a CEO that I know that's a stud or a stud out at everything that they do. you got to put a team around you. BK Barreco would not be the man that he is, the visionary officer over there at Vima, if it wasn't for Brad and the crew that Brad has around him. Richard Brooke wouldn't be the man that he is over at 2110 if it wasn't the crew that he has around him. Rick and the rest of these guys, they bust their butt. I'll tell you what, Melissa, she's she's the chief marketing officer at 2110, and, and Richard just keeps her hopping. And Richard rewards his team. That's why they stay loyal to him. Gary Racer, if you look at his executive staff, they've been there since day one, busting it and making it happen. I could go on and on with successful companies that know how to reward inside and outside. And that's what it's about here, building that culture. You may say, Troy, there's just me. 
then reward yourself. Bust your butt. Go for a project. Make it happen. And then take a little bit of time. And I'm preaching to, I, I tell you what, I mean, I, I'm, these fingers are pointing back at me. I'm not pointing them at you. Paige and I sat down here the other day, and she said, Honey, we have not been by ourselves since our since our first year of marriage. Now, we've been married 24 years. We're going on our 25th year. And I want you to understand something. We've had kids in our life since day one. We have gone through everything that there was. I never stop appreciating the gift God gave me in her, but we didn't have any time by ourselves. And you know what? When that happens, you can get on each other's nerves. You can start treating each other like they're a kid because that's what you're dealing with all the time. And here we are. She's planned four different trips. I get to plan our, our, our kind of our anniversary when it's going to be fun. But, folks, this is a pretty big deal when you think about it. If you treat people the way you want to be treated, the sky's the limit, the loyalty. Now, I'm, I'm really big because of my background in organized crime. I don't, I don't mean I'm big in organized crime. I'm talking about I've studied organized crime. I've studied secret societies. And the reason that they are loyal, the reason that, that, that you don't see a lot of discontent, and I'm not saying they don't shoot and kill each other. What I'm saying is they really are loyal because they treat each other the way they want to be treated. Now, we don't see this so much anymore in, in, in the, the Italian families, the organized crime. It's still a little crazy. But when you look at, at 1% biker organizations, whether they're illicit organizations or not, matter of fact, you can take one organization that they're called the infidels, and all they are are current, active, and, and, and recently separated military men that have served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And since we're called the infidels in the Muslim society, they, they just named their, their biker club that. These guys are loyal to each other. They're loyal to the cause. They go do things. Even the Hells Angels, people say, oh, my gosh, I'm scared to death. Look at that burly, ugly girl. I mean, guy. And what happens? Man, every year they get on their bikes and they ride across the nation for toys for tots, raising awareness and funds for underprivileged kids. I'm not condoning any illegal activities here. What I'm trying to tell you is that this is the way it is. You take the, the, the uh, what do you call them, the, the uh, Masons, one of the, the most secretive organizations next to, to Skull and Bones. And here these folks are loyal. Take the Shriners who are, who are like a, a smaller group of underneath the Masons. Look at what they do for children. I'm not condoning their actions. What I'm saying is they build a culture of loyalty. They help each other in need. They praise each other. They raise each other up. What are you doing for your organization, whether you're inside or outside the corporate office? Are you listening to stockholders and shareholders tell you, well, it's not worth it. We need more money. Then you need to go read Onward by Howard Schultz, the CEO and founder of Starbucks, so that you understand employees should be number one. You should be taking care of your employees like it's nobody's business. In network marketing, that includes your field force. You take care of them because they're the evangelists that are out there praising your brand, moving your products. And if you take care of them, they will take care of the clients. And if the clients are happy, shareholder value goes up, company profits go up, everybody's happy. It's when you don't do this 
that all hell breaks loose, and you wonder why your company's bankrupt. See, the problem today in business is that people think you launch businesses for money, and that's not accurate. It's just, it just doesn't work that way. So what is it? What, what drives? Think about this. Why would employees leave higher-paying jobs to come to work for the DeMoss Group or come to work for your business? Mark gives us four essential motivators on attracting and keeping loyal team members. Number one, the mission. If the mission is sound, if the company is doing more than just walk, or just talking, but they're really walking the walk, people will want to be part of that. I see it all the time. In Mark's case, they work strictly with the faith-based community. People who have been in the, in the public relations business that have been helping hotels or store chains, they don't want to do that. They want to go to work and do something for a bigger cause. They want to get behind. They want to know that at the end of the day, they're living for something bigger than themselves. I guarantee you, I can, I can, I mean, I, I don't have enough fingers or toes to show you how many loyal people I know that work with the company and stay with the company because of the mission. They stay on a team because of the mission. That's important. Number two, a good leader. Not a perfect leader, not a great leader, not the smartest or the brightest leader, a good leader. A leader who says, man, I am so sorry. A leader who says, I was wrong. A leader who says, let's do it together. Let's build up. Teach me something. People will follow a leader when that leader is authentic, when they have credibility, when they live their ethics and their principles, and they have integrity. Matter of fact, I've learned that kids will come to parents if the parents are open and honest and not trying to pretend that there's something that they're not. It's amazing. The third is the corporate culture. If the culture is, is, is something that's conducive, in Mark's case, here's this little firm, and they're on the 10th floor of one of the most prestigious office buildings in Atlanta. And the employees are saying, hey, we don't mind giving up some of our profit sharing to pay a, a higher rent fee. Because every time they look out the window, they can see 20 miles in any direction of the Georgia skyline. When they bring their clients up there and their clients look out and they say with awe, you've got a beautiful office. When they're holding their Monday morning devotions and just having a beautiful time. That's why BK's offices are so, so wild, no matter if you're downstairs or upstairs. So you've got to create this. Evolve is one. They, they're, they're the top penthouse floor of the gallery. I used to tease them about that until I started realizing why that was so important. You got to what's the work ethic? What's the code? You know, what's the dress? How do you how do you let your people hang out? It depends on each individual niche or, or vertical, but but you got to do that. People know when I show up in an event, the odds are I'm 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 going to be in a t-shirt. It's going to be a pretty wild, expensive t-shirt. Probably has crosses on it and some kind of Latin words that people don't understand. And even if I'm dressed in a collared shirt, it's probably going to have some kind of cross. Because that's a symbol of strength to me. It goes beyond just my faith. People know that. Now, Richard Brooke will tell you, if he calls me on the phone and says, hey, we're going to a DSA meeting, it's a black tie affair. 
that I'm getting out my, my black suit, my, my shirt, and my tie. My earring will match my suit, so it'll be it'll be black. Might match my tie. I'll have those polished, expensive shoes on. My feet will be killing me at the end of the night. I can dress up if need be. See, you gotta you gotta create the culture, the expectation. Got to be. You gotta, this is what attracts people. And they want to be part of you. They want to hang with you. The way it goes in the, the the last. Even though money isn't everything, it does play a factor. It's the compensation and the benefits. And see, the benefits have to include the family. That's why Mark does the sabbatical and he pays for a week long vacation for just two. What kind of salary, health insurance, retirement, vacation, other perks do you put in there? See, that's going to be the, the that's going to be the least factor, but it is going to play in because people got to pay the bills. People are going to retire someday. They're going to do something different. And the funny thing is the the benefit package at DeMoss Group. Mark didn't even get involved in it. He let all the employees decide what they were going to do, and then he said, "We'll do it." You want to know what's happened? Mark's created one of the most influential places to work. The Gallup Management Journal put him in the top 27% of the best American workplaces. Atlanta Business Journal said it's an A-plus place to work. And you may say, well, Troy, that's cool. They're that Christian organization. No, they're just, they just love the faith-based community. But here's a little story about Willie as we close out the, the day. Mark says, Willie's not one of those people. He cleans shoes and picks up towels and greets people who enter the locker rooms at the Augusta National Golf Club. Granted, any job at Augusta beats a job at most golf clubs, but Willie is still a special breed. My son and I had the rare opportunity to spend two days at the Augusta National before Thanksgiving, and as we entered the hollowed locker room, I asked Willie, how long have you worked here? Not hesitating, this delightful man raised his head and smiled. I've logged 30 years, sir, but I've never worked a day. I don't call this work. I don't know about you, but I would love to have a whole group of folks like that working for me in the house and in the field. When you can go in and say, this isn't work, I can't believe they pay me, now you're doing it. That's why I love dealing with my clients. I love helping my clients build their brand. It's such a blast. Folks, I hope you got something out of this. I hope you really dig in and think, what can we do to make our culture a culture where loyalty comes first? People want to be with us. That's the name of the game. Tomorrow, Chapter 10, everyone's in PR. Are you practicing it poorly or well? Now, that will be an interesting chapter. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. Be back here tomorrow morning with us on RealMentorsRadio.com.